0: Assalamu alaikum wa wabarakatuh. May the peace and blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be upon you. This is your sister Aisha Abdurrahman with the Legacy Lab Vlogcast. It is Wednesday, February 21st, 2018. On today's episode of the Legacy Lab Vlogcast, I sat with Sumi Jones, Managing Director of Oloom. I sat with Sumi and got to know her, her business, and her brand, and her not-so-secret weapon about how she builds growth strategies into her business with her awesome teams. Hello. Welcome, so, how are you? I'm good, Hamdila. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Can you see me
1: is it is it good my connection?
0: Yeah, it looks good.
1: Oh, Alhamdulillah. okay. So, I didn't bother to put on makeup. So, I'm going to put on a filter. It's like <laughs> lazy makeup. Okay?
0: There you go. Oh, no problem. <laughs> I'm ready to talk. So cute. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, um, I'm on my way to washington so i'm in i'm actually in a train on my way to the mountain so inshallah my no um, inshallah my connection stays good yeah because i was worried about the wi-fi
1: <laughs> you're on a train
0: yeah right now i'm in this is the room that i have for my train yeah
1: okay so i really feel like i need to be the president of america right now it's so good you're connected. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was concerned because oh we go through the mountains and stuff. And so I was like, okay, I hope the connection's gonna be okay.
1: No, your connection is so good. Really, mashallah,
0: yeah. it's really good. Okay. Alhamdulillah. Okay, so um, welcome everyone to our Legacy Lab podcast. I've been following Sumi here on Instagram for a while. And um, what I like to do is every month is to find um, a startup company that I really admire and I like the work that they're doing and interview them. Um, so that we can learn from you and what you're doing with your business um and learn about all about what you're doing. So I have my list of questions that I sent. Um first if you could just introduce yourself, tell everyone who you are, um, and what you do.
1: Okay, sure. So my name is Sumaya, but you can call me Sumi. Um I am an entrepreneur living in Saudi Arabia, but I'm originally from Malaysia. I started a company called Love to Dress, but it changed to Olem. Um, It's a fashion company. Alhamdulillah, yes, because I'm a girl. And I'm a <laughs> <laughs> And um, I've been running this company for five years. Um, I still consider myself a startup, but that's just a little bit about me.
0: Right. That's what I noticed this morning. I was watching your Instagram and I was like, she's been in business for about five years, but she still considers herself to be a startup. So why, why is that? What do you, what startup, why do you consider yourself to be a startup still?
1: Um, basically, okay. So because I'm broke, no, that's not the right answer, isn't it? <laughs> oh, God, I'm still broke.
0: like, <laughs> oh, <my laughs> Well, because, it's good to know because a lot of people think, oh, I've been in business for this amount of time. I should be making a lot of money by now. So you've been in business oh my for God, five years. Yeah. The people
1: that's making a lot of money, please be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people?
0: <laughs> Cause I feel like, uh,
1: maybe because, yeah, because I'm still broke.
0: <laughs> that's a good answer. I like it. That's a good answer. I like it. So, um, what is your role as managing director? So what is, like, if you tell us a little bit about your team, you guys have a really large team. Um, what is your role as the managing director?
1: Okay. So basically, um, as the MD, other people do the work and I take credit for it. (laughs) 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 I set the vision. Okay. On a serious note, I actually set a vision. Mm-hmm. what i want to achieve and um and i drive my team towards that mission really that's how it is so i basically set my goals what uh where i feel like you know i should take the company to and i have a bunch of people alhamdulillah which is are uh, not not that many actually so that's why i think i still consider myself a startup i only have around like less than 20 people so we mm-hmm. all work together to achieve that goal so that's my job actually that's the mm-hmm how do i say the short version of it
0: yeah yeah so you're the visionary so when you first started to hire your team were you nervous a lot of people are um they think they can run their business on their own they don't want to hire a team or they're like i can't afford to hire a team um what are your thoughts about that
1: okay so my thoughts is from day one i wanted to be a boss i Mm -hmm. like being a boss (laughs) <laughs> so I have no problem in hiring a team. I felt like um, it's something that I have to do if I really want to grow the company. Um, it depends on each person. Like I, I suppose if you start up your business, what do you think? Like, how, how do you feel towards that particular job? Do you actually want to do that detailed work yourself or you envision yourself managing people? So if you're like me, who envisions herself as managing people, then I guess like hiring would be the smart thing to do because, yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. And it helps you grow. I feel like without a team, it's kind of everything is dependent on you. So
1: you're limited to what you can
0: do with your time. Sure.
1: I do feel like hiring does cost. Um, That's true. And I've made so many mistakes. Like. I don't even know. Oh my God, I made mean, so many hiring mistakes. I hate my friend, and then we're not friends anymore. And then I love you,
0: and then I, I hate know. you. And then,
1: like, I hate my sister, and then she hates me, but she's got no choice but to be best friends with me forever. So, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I
0: love. yeah. And then I saw your post, you hired a financial advisor, and then she didn't show up on her first day. I was that like, is, that's just disrespectful. I was like, oh, my gosh, that is just so stressful. So how do you manage? So how do I, sorry?
1: I was going to say, how do you
0: manage all the stress, the stress that comes with your business? How do you, what do you do? How do you manage that?
1: Okay. So last time I always have like, like rage. (laughs) I have this like <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> But nowadays I think the older I get, you know, and then you suddenly just crap, people are running away from me. So it's probably best for me to just cry at the corner and come back to them and say <laughs> it's gonna be okay. I'm like Zen now. Right. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I'm Zen. Yes.
0: It's better to get it it's better to get it out and express it than to let it boil, boil, boil like a pot I think of boiling so. I water. Think. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think it depends on your personality as well as an entrepreneur. Some entrepreneurs are introverts. So, yeah, so it depends on um what kind of person you are. So if you're an introvert, maybe what you need to ex- is to express yourself more. But if you're an extrovert like myself, maybe you just need to shut up more, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so what inspired you to start your business? So, like, what's your backstory? Were you just, like, always into fashion? What made you start your business?
1: I guess, like, I I didn't wear the the scarf before, and uh, I really like fashion, I like wearing good clothes, so when I started to wear um, the scarf, I thought to myself, like, there wasn't really anything nice that I wanted to wear, and if they were, I would pay, like, a bomb for it, and even, so, like, even if I would pay a bomb for it, it wasn't really nice, so I Mm -hmm. felt like, yeah, maybe I could do something about it, that was when I was 20 and really dumb. If you ask me right now, when I start? I'm like, no.
0: <laughs>
1: I was 20, I had a lot of passion, and I was dumb. So I was like, I'm going to start my own company.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what would you tell someone who's in their 20s or older who's starting their own company? What advice, like what's the biggest lesson that you've learned? What would you tell them?
1: I think what I would tell, like if I was in, if I could talk to the 20-year-old self, you know, mm-hmm. I would say believe in yourself no matter what. If you want to do something, go ahead and just do it and believe in yourself. It's okay to fail because I failed so many times. It's nothing personal. Every entrepreneur goes through it. You know, sometimes you make money, sometimes you don't. It's just mm-hmm. part of that entrepreneurship journey. And I feel like if you embrace failure as part of that journey, I think it should be okay.
0: Yeah, inshallah. That's really good advice because a lot of people they are afraid to fail. So they don't even start. They don't even try because they're like, well, what if it doesn't work? Yeah. yeah. Um. So what are some of the biggest struggles that you've had and how did you overcome them?
1: I have to say, believing in myself, I doubt myself mm-hmm. a lot, actually as an entrepreneur, because only you can see that vision. Seriously, nobody can go in your mind and look it up, you know, what you have. So it's, you trying to communicate to your team about that vision and ultimately you believing in that vision yourself. So I have to say like, if that's my biggest lesson, it's like, I have to be, I have to build my team. And then, but secondly, I think as well, like to take it easy, just Mm -hmm. take it easy. You know, um, it's a journey and it's something to be enjoyed, especially when you're broke, you have to enjoy the journey. If not, what, what, what else?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was saying yesterday. Um, I was saying that if you're not gonna enjoy it, you might as well just have you know a nine to five job where you're working for somebody else. Exactly. Where you, if you're not gonna enjoy it, then what's the point? Yeah.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yes.
0: Um, she said it's hard to take you seriously. Why do you use? That I know. Filter? I know. Do you know
1: why? Do you know why? Because I was <laughs> supposed to put on makeup, but I can't be stopped. So I thought a filter would do nice as makeup.
0: I'm like, yes. <laughs> I'm doing that. You don't need makeup, you're so beautiful already. Oh,
1: mashallah, mashallah.
0: Um, okay, so the next question is, how has your industry changed over the years? Do you feel like oh, um, oh. it's the same? Do you feel like it's changed? What do you see?
1: Okay, so I don't know about every uh, everywhere else in the world, but in Malaysia, the industry has changed a lot. When I first started, it was really easy. The market was really accessible because there were not a lot of players. But nowadays, there are a lot of players and um, personally, now that my company is growing, I do feel like the high street stores now are coming in very close to me. So now I'm not just competing against um, my local brand that are selling to the Muslim woman. But now like Zara, H&M, they are now catering to my market. You know, they are Mm -hmm. shifting their businesses to actually appeal to my uh, my customer, so and mm-hmm. and and for me, what's really hard right now is not only are they trying to create products uh, to compete with me, but it's a price war now. So high right. street stores pricing are not lower than mine. It's like my friend just went to Zara, and a jacket that cost like five hundred something now actually costs like sixty something ringgit. It's freaking crazy. Like that's oh, you wow. paying like ten percent of the retail price. So right. I feel the heat now. I'm not just competing anymore, you know, with other um, Muslim brands. I'm competing with high street
0: mm-hmm. stores. Right. So we have more competition. So we were talking yeah. this week, all this, all this month we've been talking about our ideal client. So you talked a little mm-hmm. bit about um, how they are your competition because now they are marketing to your to who your target market is. Who would you say is your target market? Who are you creating for?
1: <laughs> okay, I'm trying to take myself seriously, but Tasha, don't ruin me looking very professional. Okay, I have one of my <laughs> marketing manager here. <laughs>
0: Sorry.
1: Okay, so basically, um, okay, I lost, I lost. Can you ask the question again?
0: So, who are you designing for? When you when you're designing and you have your vision, who um, is your ideal client that you have in mind?
1: Okay, so my ideal. client. Probably be the 20 year old me that was frustrated, but she also has this confidence of doing whatever she wants to do. It doesn't matter if she's a mother or she is uh, um, career oriented or she's an athlete, whatever dreams she wants to have. I would like to be that company to cater for her. Like when I was 20 years old. And I wanted to conquer the world, you know, I couldn't find the right thing to wear. Everything was very ethnic centric or ill. Oh my God, I don't even know if that's the term. Everything was ill. (laughs) But you know what I mean? (laughs) So I wanted something that when a Muslim woman, when she wore that, she feels like it's a freaking power suit, you know? Because I feel like as Muslim women, we already have a lot of like, I don't mean to play the victim. But if I can just be honest, as soon as we wear the scarf, it's like we are a walking flag. You know, and right. I, and again, I don't know if this is politically correct, but I don't think we, as a community, as Muslims, are that inspiring. Really, I mean, we've got a long way to go in terms of leading. You know, being the, the inspiring community like Swedish people. <laughs> I say Swedish right. people. You know, we can say that as a community, they are so freaking inspiring. How neat they are! How you know, organized. But I feel like so that's when so that's how I feel. Like if there's any Muslim woman who has dreams to do anything. to to do something greater, bigger than themselves, I would like to be there to provide that ease for them when it comes to clothing.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. That's
0: my ideal. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, because we see a lot of fashion and for me, um, I like casual and comfortable um, but I don't always wear a bias because it's not always practical because I am out and about or um, I'm active. And so a lot of the stuff that we do see it's all the same or it's this abaya that abaya it's not like um something that you can move around in so that's one of the things that i really like about what you guys are doing is you have um different things for different activities in your life different parts of the things that you're going to do yeah yeah what are some um tools or resources that help you with your business that you can't live without like do you have a favorite app do you have a favorite Something, a favorite journal, favorite pen, something that you I have
1: a favorite person and her name is Naida.
0: (laughs) And what is she a part of your team? Uh Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, so she's my operations director and basically like Naida is like to me she is like she's like my my how do I say? like uh, the person that compliments me. So I have a vision and how I want to do it. And basically she does things that I cannot do myself. So I think to me, I don't really have an app or something, but I have a really good team. And I, and I think it's so funny how people, um, how, how I, I didn't really, I didn't really know that actually when we have a good team, like not only do they like help you out in work but they also help you out in achieving your dreams as well in terms of like when you're feeling down if you have a good team you know they actually motivate you like don't give up katsu you know like i don't know how to explain but for some reason i feel like my team is like my kuratu you? I, I know it's so yeah. weird it's so freaking weird i get that no it
0: makes it makes total sense
1: <laughs> yeah i i do i find like I don't have a favorite app, but
0: I have a favorite person, and she's Naida. Yes. Alhamdulillah. That's really great, and that kind of ties into what we do at Legacy Lab is um, I launched Legacy Lab because I was doing my business all on my own. If I was was stuck stuck. or I had questions, I didn't have anyone to go to, or if I had things that I was learning that I want to share with other people, um, I didn't have anyone to go to. And so that's why we start Legacy Lab is it's basically like a community of Muslim women they are entrepreneurs like myself and yourself, you know, so we have that, you know, we have a global team. We have a big team. I can come to you and say, hey, sue me. I'm working on this, and I need advice. What did you, you know, what was your experience? You've been in business longer than me. So I think that having a great team is a, definitely probably the number one resource that we should be um, trying to build within our business. Yeah, definitely
1: yeah um sorry i'm being insensitive like um did you want me to like because you're working alone so maybe i can give like advice for women who are actually working on their own like when you first start yeah, the business, you're mostly on your own right i remember when i was mostly on my own the thing that really helped me was google because there were so many things that i didn't know really and everything everything that i know i just had to search for it so i find google mm-hmm research 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 i just have to say that if you don't know something just keep on doing the research and don't be afraid to ask questions i really feel Mm -hmm. like that was my best way of getting
0: ahead you know right and so what were some of the things like that you would after you found things on google what would you do was it classes that you were taking was it books that you were reading
1: yes people that you were connecting
0: with online yes oh on
1: top of that i actually looked for a manufacturer via google really Mm -hmm. that was how i was looking for you know how how do i look for manufacturers because i didn't have money to go to china initially so and then i was reading chats people were chatting about how they went to alibaba.com to look for manufacturers and how they did it so really you know i i find that with google inshallah whatever that i want it's just right there it's just a matter of time whether i find Mm -hmm. thing out or not yeah
0: yeah inshallah so were there people that you went to that were able to help you that had experience in your industry where there's a certain group of people that were um, really great, like go-to resources that you always would go to?
1: Unfortunately, I've never had a mentor, nor have I had anybody that I go to to ask questions. That, that's mm-hmm. a very unfortunate thing in my business. I don't know why. I've never had the opportunity to have somebody that I go to.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you think that that would have been helpful in the beginning?
1: I think very much, really. I do feel so very, very much.
0: Right. Yeah. Definitely. Um. So, what are you currently working on? What's new? What's going on? I see all you guys are having a flash sale coming up. Um, yeah, tell we're us a little bit actually. about what's going on. Yeah.
1: Okay, so what's going on is that um, I'm really excited about the new maternity wear that we're gonna come up after Eid. Every year we have like a new um, product category that we want to come up, so I'm really excited that we're gonna come up with maternity wear. So um, I'm not sure like in Malaysia how it's like overseas, but in Malaysia it's not really encouraged for women to do sports. You know, it's seen as oh, you know, if you do sports, it's too tight for you. You can't wear this. You can't do that. So. I'm really excited that my company is pushing forth the Muslim woman image of her being very active in her life as well, so that's something that I'm really excited about and um, I guess there's other works in the future, but I'm going to keep quiet about that because that should be a surprise, but those are some of yeah. the bits that I'm really excited about with the company Alhamdulillah. Oh, and um, recently I did rebranding um, I'm, I'm actually really excited to see the results of my rebranding as well just because I feel like what Muslim women choose to wear is like, unfortunately, it's a public thing. Like, I don't know again what it's like uh, being uh, in Malaysia. Uh, people feel like they have the right to tell you what to wear as a Muslim woman. You know, oh, you're wearing too revealing. Oh, this is not good. Oh, you're not covering enough. So, what I've done, uh, rebranding, is to have different types of women in different types of journey it, with her relationship to Allah. Subh'ata'ala, some are wearing the hijab, some are not wearing the hijab, some are wearing the turban all women i feel we have the right to respect that woman's journey Mm -hmm. and it's not public um it's not of public interest for us to tell another woman what she should be wearing i feel like we have to respect that it is her choice how she chooses to dress modestly so i like that my company alhamdulillah has embraced that and made that like an image that i'm not just putting oh this is a this is a brand only for hijabis. It's not. It's for Muslim women and all Muslim mm-hmm. women. We're just here to support each other. So I'm right. really excited
0: about that. That's beautiful. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, Hablulah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to um, allow me to interview you. Um, we're going to definitely have this replay available um, for 24 hours. It will be here. But what I also do is I download it so that people can listen to it on iTunes or your podcast Um, and then I also yeah and then I also share it on our blog because it's very good information and resources that um, people in our in our in our network definitely need they definitely need like women like you to be there to mentor them and give them advice Um, like you said you didn't have that when you started your business so now we have women like you sisters like you that people can you know inbox and ask questions.
1: (laughs) I would love that. I I would love that.
0: All right. Thank you so much to me, Sam alaikum.
1: Walaikum salam. Thank you, everyone.
0: Bye. Waalaikumsalam. 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 That's it for this episode of the Legacy Lab Vlogcast. Thanks for joining us, guys, and we'll see you next week. as alaikum.